You're listening to Season 2 of the Live 360 Podcast with Tony Sutherland, and this is Episode 65. All right, guys, let's just jump right on in. We're not going to procrastinate. We're going to start now with part two of Don't Start Someday. And it's important that we don't wait around. Don't give yourself five seconds to talk yourself out of something. In fact, you listening to this podcast probably involved one or two seconds of thought about it. If you would have thought longer about starting this podcast, you wouldn't have listened to it. Anything you get in life, you got to start quickly. I didn't say start recklessly. I said start quickly. And you may say, I'm not ready, Tony. But I've discovered that not being quote unquote ready can actually be the perfect time to get started. You know, regretfully in my early years, I often felt that I wasn't totally ready, quote unquote. And because of that, I missed some really great opportunities, guys. It wasn't until I was well into my 30s, sheesh, 30s, that I began to seriously reassess my progress in life and decided that it was time to be more proactive toward initiating my goals. And I know some of you that are deep thinkers, you're already getting way down the line. You're saying, yeah, Tony, but isn't it important to finish strong? Absolutely. But today we're talking about start now, (laughs) start strong. You can't finish strong if you don't start strong. As I went on into my early 30s, I just decided to stop allowing my limitations, my lack of resources, my fears of failure to hold me back from stepping out and getting started. So little by little, whenever I had a vision to start a project, write a book, launch a ministry, I would make a public pledge to do it. Now, a lot of people, they Overpromise and underdeliver. I get that. You can throw out these big things out there and go, I decided today and I'm making it public. And then they fail and they embarrass themselves. But I've decided that when I really want to do something, when I put it out there, now I have my reputation at stake. I've made a promise and I have to deliver it. And many things that I've accomplished in my life began the moment I stepped out regardless if I felt ready or not. I realized I didn't have to have everything perfectly mapped out to get started. I discovered I could still prepare and plan and make adjustments and even change course while in pursuit of my dreams. The best way to get to where you want to go is to get going. The best way to get to where you want to go is to get going. So make a public pledge. Once you give your word, you got to be true to it. There's no turning back. You know, back in the day when I first started building my itinerant ministry to be this go-to resource or an extra set of hands, as you will, for leaders and local churches around the world, I actually wrote in my bio on my website (laughs) that I was a leadership mentor and a consultant to pastors. You know, and I didn't really know a lot of pastors at the time. I didn't really know a lot of leaders outside my own local church where I was, but I had this vision and this dream to be that. I had the knowledge, the passion, the product, and the anointing and call of God on my life. But up until that point, I had only privately consulted with a few pastors and leaders. No, I wasn't lying because I had consulted a few pastors and leaders. I started with what I had. And some of the haters and critics out there would go, man, who do you consult? And who are the leaders you talk to? Man, you don't do any of that. That's 
their business. What people say and think about you is none of your business. You do you. Get out there and get started and speak what you have and use what you have. Talk yourself to your destiny. Speak your destiny. Open up your mouth and say who you are and what you are with what you see that you are. Maybe right now you're not doing everything you want to do, but speak that future you. Speak what Jesus sees about you. Speak the end of the line because God sees the whole timeline. While you're on your way to your goals, don't just say, I'm getting there. Say that you're there. Speak that you're there. Tell others that you're there. Man, I'm passionate about this stuff because today I'm doing exactly what I spoke into existence into my own life. 25, 30 years ago, I said I would be doing this and I'm doing it. When you first start to build, see the finished product and speak that into your life. Man, John Maxwell did the same thing. I'm in good company, y'all. And you can do the same thing for yourself. Don't let the critics and haters talk you down. You climb, you go. Like I said, I had only privately consulted a few pastors and leaders. And even though I was somewhat limited in my experiences, I had a powerful and life-changing vision. And I knew that if I put it out there, someone would respond. Come on, guys. And, and there were so many things I knew I could do if given the opportunity. I'd do it. And by making it public before I was truly, quote unquote, ready, the opportunities just started presenting themselves. I'm telling you guys, this stuff works. Doors started opening. And soon I found myself traveling everywhere, ministering in churches all around the world, conferences, leadership gatherings, Sunday morning services. I've consulted hundreds of pastors to this date. And I've worked with leaders in all kinds of settings, unbelievable, all across the country and around the world because I made public who I was, what I had to offer, and I stepped out and I did it. And when I stepped out, I mean, I stepped out back in the 70s, there was this t-shirt with a hippie and he would wear his hat and he was throwing his leg way out in front of him with his bell-bottom jeans and underneath that image said, keep trucking. Some of y'all know what I'm talking about. If you got your hands on one of those t-shirts today, it might be worth some money. In fact, I'm going to get on Google and see if I can find that t-shirt. Man, keep trucking. Man, I don't know. Maybe I should change this podcast to keep trucking. <laughs> you know, one of the stories that comes to my mind as I'm sitting here thinking about this keep trucking idea, I remember a pastor invited me to do one of my leadership events at his church a few years ago. And as we were planning and talking through it, I told him that I was going to be releasing a powerful book at this conference. Man, I just got it out of my mouth and I was kind of like, oh, man, maybe I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> you know. But I told him, I said, I'm going to release a book at this conference. I'm so excited. He was like, really? I said, yeah, man. And uh, I said, I can't wait. It's going to be a powerful leadership book. And uh, a few months before that, I had been talking about doing this book and writing this book on leadership. You can actually get this book. It's my first leadership book. It's called Lead Up. And you can get it on my website at TonySutherland.com. You can also get Leader Slips, which is where I'm taking a lot of this content from today's podcast from that book leader slips you can get all my resources at tonysutherland.com forward slash store or you can just go to tonysutherland.com click store at the top you can get my books on amazon as well and kindle i have digital versions of everything but um i decided that i was going to write this book lead up and I, we were going to call the conference lead up 
And man, I got myself into some hot water because I hadn't even written the first page yet. But I had a vision and I needed something to really pull me in and motivate me. So I made it public with this pastor. And I told him I was going to be releasing this powerful book. I had a few notes and jots and some titles for chapters and kind of the whole concept kind of there. But really, the the meat and potatoes of the book hadn't been even penned yet. I had some outlines from teachings I had done, and I was compiling them in this folder in the best organized way that I could. But I hadn't actually written the first page yet. But after making that promise to release the book, it was just the motivation I needed to get started because my reputation was now at stake. But more importantly than that, leaders needed what this book and what my life had to offer. So guess what? The day came for the starting point of the conference. And guess what? The book was done. It was printed. It was ordered. And boy, you talk about hard work. I had a deadline. I had a deadline, not a timeline, a deadline. Man, I was sitting there teaching stuff that I had written a book about, and now I had become a go-to resource, just like I had dreamed and envisioned years ago. I wanted to be a go-to resource for leaders, not just so that I could be somebody, but that I could help somebody. Can I tell you that again? Listen, this is not so that you can be somebody. It's so that you can help somebody. I want to help somebody. I want to push somebody a little bit further down the road on their journey. And I have a lot to offer. Again, don't let the other people who don't see what you have judge you based on what they see. You know what you're made of. You've got substance. You've got content. Man, you're loaded. All of heaven's DNA has been loaded into your life. You have everything it takes. You just have to discover it. And you'll never discover it unless you start today. Don't start tomorrow. Don't start someday. But start now because you want to be able to look back and say, the rest is history. Come on. Who doesn't want to say that? The rest is history. You know, and since that date, I've gone on to write several books, conduct more powerful ministry and leadership events and train thousands of leaders around the world. But how did this happen? I obeyed God. That's what I did. See, the reason why many people don't start now is because they're afraid to obey and leave the consequences to God. I'm motivating somebody right now. You've got to obey and leave the consequences to God. Don't worry about tripping and falling in holes and pits because that's going to happen. But you're also going to stand on platforms. People think when they get started, they're just going to fall into pits. And yes, that's going to happen. But you're also going to rise to platforms. Can I say that again? Along your journey, you can count on falling into pits, but you will rise to platforms if you start now. Don't start someday. I'm going to pound that home. I want that to be tattooed on your brain. When you're done listening to this podcast, I want to hear you say, start now. And I've gone on to conduct more powerful leadership events, training thousands of leaders around the world because I obeyed God. I simply just did what he told me to do, regardless if I felt ready. Jesus didn't say this, guys. Prepare to go into all the world. (laughs) He did not say, prepare ye to go into all the world. No, he said, go into all the world. And after so many delays in my life, I just decided to shake off some fear and get going. And I can tell you that my life is proof that the word start is far more powerful than the word ready. Can I say that again? My life is proof that the word start is far more powerful than the word ready. You know, when it comes 
to starting, timing is everything. Especially if you're going to take certain risks in setting out towards your dreams. You know, in ancient times, uh, maritime cargo vessels would have to catch what they call the king tide at just the right time in order to gain enough momentum to push out into the ocean. You know, they didn't have motors back then. They had sails. And they had to get their boats out into the water in the right place in the right time when that king tide would come in so that they could successfully get that initial push that they needed. But the king tide only surged into the mainland approximately every five weeks or so. So what this meant is that the sailors, they had to prepare their ships, hoist their sails and be positioned at the shoreline in order to catch the tide at the precise moment because if they miss their chance they'd have to wait and they'd literally be stranded at the bay for another six weeks but unfortunately in a few of my own experiences whenever i failed to start at the right time i forfeited certain special opportunities that were unique to me for that season in my life and you know i don't live on regret i've got some regrets everybody does but rather than think back on my regrets I want to get going now so that I don't have more regrets later. But think if you were doing business back then and you were six weeks late. Man, that's rough. What the sailors had back then, a lot of times it would just spoil on those ships. You don't want to live a spoiled life. Don't let what you have spoil with the time because things change. Things are changing so rapidly technology and 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 business and marketing and you know product it's all changing so rapidly and if you don't jump in now your stuff may be dated it may have an expiration date that isn't practical or applicable to people around you get going now i'm talking to some business people you know taking risks to get started becomes more difficult the longer you wait for example when you're married and you have two kids and you own a house It's much more challenging and unnerving to take big risks like changing a career, starting your own business or going back to college. Believe me, I know firsthand what I'm talking about, guys. You know, I'm looking at pursuing some continued education sometime in the spring and I'm starting now to get my plan together and consult with people. I'm talking to people who have now gone on before me in their doctorate degrees and I'm getting my plan together. And it's a little bit harder because I got kids in college myself and I'm paying college bills for them and taking care of them and paying bills and house payments and car payments and everything else. I know a young guy right now who has a master's degree in his mid-20s and he's already started his doctorate degree and written three books, okay? But that's not me, man. I could have done that back then, but I didn't do it then, but I'm going to do it now. And he challenges me and I'm seeing this younger generation doing things that I wish I would have started out doing when I was younger, but I'm not going to let my regret pull me back. I'm going to let it push me forward. I know what I'm talking about. And for some of you who are younger listening to this podcast right now, you can take those same risks that I'm taking now while you're young and you don't have as many major responsibilities or things pulling you back to contend with. You know, it's like that king tide. When you take the big risks at the right time, it's much easier to start, guys. And the right time to start is now. Don't start someday. Hey guys, I just want to take a moment right here in the middle to remind you to subscribe to this podcast, leave us a generous review, give us five stars and tell us what you think, and then share this podcast with one or two other people in your circle of relationships 
who need to hear what you're hearing today. We're talking about starting now. Don't start someday. Someday is just another word for never. You need to surround yourself with people who are doing it now. Be encouraged by them, motivated by them, challenged by them. Hang around people that really, really challenge you to get going now. I have people all around me that are doing creative things, doing scary things. I've got a friend who has a podcast called Doing Scary Things. You got to get out and do it now. Don't start someday. Thanks for listening to this podcast today. So let's jump back into part two of our powerful podcast today. We're talking about Don't Start Someday. One of my favorite historical Christian figures Uh, St. Augustine once said, God has promised forgiveness to your repentance, but he has not promised tomorrow to your procrastination. Guys, we should never let procrastination be our tutor. Let's not give in to procrastination. You know, deal with it in the little areas of your life, like your eating habits, your sleep habits, your physical fitness habits, your spiritual and your private devotional life, reading of the word and your time in prayer. Those are all so important. And if we can learn how to discipline ourselves in the areas of small things dealing with procrastination, then it will cross over into the areas of our life that have to do with the big things, the big decisions, stepping out to our dreams and our goals and our aspirations and our calling. You know, God is calling some of you right now while you're listening to this podcast and you're letting fear and procrastination and doubt and unbelief and all of the negative circumstances to keep you from stepping out. Guys, I got to tell you, more people I talk to in ministry and business stepped out when the conditions were unfavorable. Guys, don't let everything have to be perfect before you do what you know God has called you to do. And God's calling has to do with everything, business, ministry, relationships, marriage. Some of you, God is calling you to propose to that girl. And some of you, God is calling to say yes to the guy. Come on. Don't procrastinate. Don't start someday. Do it now. Step out, guys. Come on. Procrastination teaches us hard lessons. When we fail to act in the right moment, we may lose that moment forever. Now watch this, guys. This is important. Momentum is created by a steady and rapid accumulation of single moments. And if we fail to seize the moments, we'll never experience momentum. Moment is the root word of momentum. You have to take the moment, seize that moment or you'll never have momentum because momentum is just an accumulation of moments. You know, we've got to learn to increase our response time to the urgency of the moments God has given us, you know, because procrastination is the path to regret. I'm sorry, guys. That's where most of my regret has fallen when I procrastinated and missed the moment. Some of you are looking for some momentum in your life, but you're not going to get momentum. I'm not going to get momentum unless we act on the moment. We can delay, but the sobering truth is time does not. Guys, the truth is, is that time doesn't wait. It keeps moving. So many end up in the land of, if only I'd, if only I'd done this, if only I'd done that, if only I'd have made that investment, if only I'd have started, if only I would have stepped out, if only I would have started today. 
You know, because we're going to all arrive at a destination, but wouldn't you rather choose your destination than allow time or others to choose it for you? Because you got to be certain the discouragement you face along the way toward fulfilling your destiny is nothing compared to the total discouragement of never having started at all. Friend, start now rather than look back and wish you'd have started then. Can I say that again? Start now rather than look back and wish you would have started then. You know, I'm so convinced that you should start now, that you should stop this podcast and go do it. Come on, guys. You don't even have to listen to the end of this podcast. Just stop it right now and go do what you want to do. You can come back and listen to this later or never listen to it at all. But listening to this podcast is not as important as starting to do what you have been called to do for a very, very long time. Quit putting things on the back burner because if you keep putting things on the back burner, it's going to burn away. I'm giving you full permission right now to listen to this podcast later, but you should go after your dreams right now. Now doesn't mean five minutes from now. Now means now. In fact, you should have already started already. The the fact that you're still listening to this podcast means you're not doing it now. So quit trying to figure everything out. God is not going to give you all the details and answers right now. You're going to figure things out as you go. God is calling you. I'm calling you. And you've got some people around you that have been telling you, man, you need to do this. I waited five years to do this podcast. Man, I wish I hadn't waited. It might have opened some doors that were standing there, but those doors are closed now. But I got to tell you, man, no time for regret. And my first goal is 100 episodes and I'm on my way there. I'm telling you, you're going to figure things out as you go. God is calling you right now. So what are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? That someday is right now, today. All right, so let me just close this podcast by giving you nine things and then some follow-up applications that I think will help you get started. Starting strong requires, I think, these nine things. I take this right out of my book, Leader Slips, page 126, if you want to get specific. So starting strong requires nine things. Number one, you got to have a dream. And that could be a clear picture of what you want in life. Number two, some goals, specific objectives to accomplish toward that dream. And then three, tasks. Those are the small items or the little to-dos to complete toward each goal. So each big goal is going to have a set of tasks to accomplish. And then number four, prayer. You got to trust in God and be obedient to his will. And you know, prayer is woven in through all of these. Don't ever subtract prayer from starting now. And then number five, there's the people that are involved, the people that you have to identify and put in the right category, like your counsel, those who will encourage you, those who will actually assist you, and then those you can be accountable to. And then number six, there's resources. That's the money, the tools, the training, the education you're going to need. And then number seven is action. You're going to write down or you're going to identify the steps and the appropriate risks that you're going to need to take. And then number eight, the dates. You need to put a time on these things. That's the projected start and finish times, especially when it comes to the small tasks towards your goals and then the goals that are really a part of the bigger picture of your dream. And then number nine, and this is what it takes from the start and each step along the way, you got to have courage. That's emotional courage, mental courage, and physical courage and confidence. Although we know we should start now, 
Sometimes our limitations in these areas that I just shared with you can often hinder us. So I'm going to give you nine suggestions to get started. Number one, write a short and clear statement that summarizes your dream. Number two, define three goals and the specific tasks required for each goal. Number three, list at least one needed resource for each goal. Number four, identify one person that can help and then boldly ask them for assistance. Number five, enlist or recruit or ask key people to hold you accountable to complete your goals. Number six, plan a definite start and completion date for each task and goal. Number seven, pray for courage and take the first step. Number eight, add new goals and tasks as it unfolds and develops. And then number nine, repeat all the above regularly. Happy trails, guys. Hey, listen, if this podcast was an encouragement to you, I want to remind you to subscribe to the podcast, leave us a generous review, give us five stars, and tell us what you think, and then share this podcast with one or two other people in your circle of relationships that need to hear what you've heard today. Hey, man, I'll be back again real soon with another encouraging teaching, something to help you discover how to have peace and joy to the fullest in every area of your life. And until then, we'll see you. Oh, 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 oh,